0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 474. In the evening, when I was in my cell, I saw an angel, the executor of divine wrath, He was clothed in a dazzling robe, his face gloriously bright, a cloud beneath his feet. From the cloud, bolts of thunder and flashes of lightning were springing into his hands, and from his hand they were going forth, and only then were they striking the earth. When I saw this sign of divine wrath, which was about to strike the earth, and in particular a certain place, which, for good reasons, I cannot name, I began to implore the angel to hold off for a few moments and the world would do penance. But my plea was a mere nothing in the face of the divine anger. Just then I saw the Most Holy Trinity. The greatness of its majesty pierced me deeply and I did not dare to repeat my entreaties. At that very moment I felt in my soul the power of Jesus' grace, which dwells in my soul. When I became conscious of this grace, I was instantly snatched up before the throne of God. Oh, how great is our Lord and God, and how incomprehensible His holiness! I will make no attempt to describe this greatness, because before long we shall all see Him as He is. I found myself pleading with God for the world with words heard interiorly. As I was praying in this manner, I saw the angel's helplessness. He could not carry out the just punishment which was rightly due for sins. Never before had I prayed with such inner power as I did then. The words with which I entreated God are these. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood Soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. The next morning, when I entered chapel, I heard these words interiorly Every time you enter the chapel, immediately recite the prayer which I taught you yesterday. When I had said the prayer, In my soul, I heard these words. This prayer will serve to appease my wrath. You will recite it for nine days on the beads of the rosary in the following manner. First of all, you will say, One Our Father, and Hail Mary, and the I Believe in God. Then, on the Our Father beads, you will say the following words. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. On the Hail Mary beads, you will say the following words, For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. In conclusion, three times you will recite these words, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Silence is a sword in the spiritual struggle. A talkative soul will never attain sanctity. The sword of silence will cut off everything that would like to cling to the soul. We are sensitive to words and quickly want to answer back without taking any regard as to whether it is God's will that we should speak A silent soul is strong. No adversities will harm it if it perseveres in silence. The silent soul is capable of attaining the closest union with God. It lives almost always under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. God works in a silent soul without hindrance. O my Jesus, you alone know well that my heart knows no other love but you. All my virginal love is drowned eternally in you, O Jesus. I sense keenly how your divine blood is circulating in my heart. I have not the least doubt that your most pure love has entered my heart with your most sacred blood. I am aware that you are dwelling in me together with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Or rather, I am aware that it is I who am living in you, O incomprehensible God. I am aware that I am dissolving in you like a drop in an ocean. I am aware that you are within me and all about me, that you are in all things that surround me, in all that happens to me. O my God, I have come to know you within my heart, and I have loved you above all things that exist on earth or in heaven. Our hearts have a mutual understanding, and no one of humankind will comprehend this. In this passage, Faustina sees an angel who is tasked with uh, executing divine wrath or divine justice for sins. Now, how can we understand this? God is love. If we strive to become holy, we experience his love as love, and we are transformed into love. If we are living a life of sin, God's love is experienced as wrath or punishment. There are consequences to sin. And God lets us to live out the consequences of the choices that we make. God wants to give each of us every possible chance to reform and to convert. St. Faustina is given this vision so that she would learn how to intercede for the world, begging God for mercy. She is taught the words of the chaplet of mercy. She is asked to pray it as a novena. It is a powerful prayer because we are offering the Heavenly Father the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross who died to atone for our sins. It is like an extension of the Holy Mass since some of the prayers are similar to the words the priest prays during the Eucharistic prayer at Mass. I recommend praying the Chaplet of Mercy. If you can, it's a beautiful practice to pray it at 3 o'clock each day. It's a beautiful way of remembering God's passion and death on the cross. Here St. Faustina also writes about the importance of silence. We react in certain situations to what is said to us without reflecting if God wants us to respond in certain situations. We need to allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit so that we can attain union with God. And then Faustina writes a beautiful prayer. She has come to know God, dwelling in her. She is like a drop of water in the ocean of God's love. We can learn so many things from the insights that God has given to St. Faustina. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast dot org